of life, says me, far as I've been knowing. Having time to snack around in comfort all the year. So when we get a little time before our boat gets going, we head on down to the library and this is what we hear. Come, Come on, on in, and look, look all around, there's plenty for to see. Make your own self right upon my love, the library. Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. I'm Kari Peterson, and today I'm talking with John and Tana Parker about their undertaking of moving an entire house back in 1996. And um, John is a carpenter and fisherman, and Tana is a dental assistant, office manager, and gardener. And um, welcome, John and Tana. Thanks, Hello. Kari. Oh, um, I guess what inspired me for this show is I live in a house that was moved up into Severson subdivision from um, Indian Point. Well, it was made into a float house and taken up to Hobart Bay for a few years. And then and then it ended up on Unimax Street. <laughs> and I've lived there for over 25 years now. And um down the street from me, Carol Candle, her house was moved from up by the hospital. And then your house, the house that you moved, is just up the street from me, where Ingalls live. And um, 
so I was thinking about all these houses that have moved around and, and I get nervous when the dump trucks come to dump gravel in my yard and they get too close to my house. So I can't even imagine moving a, a whole house up the street. Um, so what was your motivation behind taking on such a large project as moving the house? Well, I'm not afraid of a project. I guess I learned that when I was a kid. I, I would tear things apart just to see how they worked. And, and I had very much enjoyed doing all kinds of things with my hands. Um, I enjoy construction a lot. So I always did. And three houses and three forts. And that was when I was young. Well, uh, for this particular house, we were pretty hungry for a place to live. And uh, we were at the time we were living on a boat that I had refurbished down in the harbor. And uh, with the two boys and growing, we were just we were getting pretty tight. And I just didn't feel like I had any enough wherewithal to be able to buy a house or, you know, and so I just happened to hear about this house from a friend that they needed to either move it or they were going to tear it down. And so, boy, that's the only spark I needed for that fire. <laughs> so you technically got the house for free? Is that? Well, technically, I, ha I paid $5 for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, but I don't remember ever handing him that $5 bill. <laughs> <laughs> And they never asked for it, so yeah. I think they were glad to have it off the property. They had big prop. They had uh, plans to move forward. Yeah, because this is this was now. Is it the old? What's the name of the house? It was the old oil standard. It was originally built as a standard oil house standard back oil. in the twenties, and uh, it was sitting exactly where the Petro Marine Building is sitting now, across from the gas station there. Okay. See, I remember when I used to work at Southeast Island Fuel, Analu, and uh, Oscar and Adeline lived across the street in there in that yeah. house. And that's the house. Yeah. So had you ever moved a house prior to this? No, 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 uh, no I, I certainly hadn't. And, it, and, at, and quite as, honestly, I would not, I don't think I would have tackled this project if I, if I didn't have a lot of help. <laughs> uh, very capable, hardworking loggers and uh, welders and all kinds of people just rolled their sleeves up and thought this would be a lot of fun. And so um, had a lot of help on it. But, you know, I had to go knock on doors and find out if they'd be interested. And, and uh, they were. And, and so it was, um, it just grew. After that point, I began to have a lot of fun with it. If you're just joining us, this is Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. I'm Kari Peterson, and today I'm talking with John and Tana Parker about their undertaking of moving an entire house back in 1996. It was the Standard Oil House 
that used to sit where Petro Marine currently sits today, and it was moved up onto Unimax Street. Now back to our conversation. And so, Tana, you had told me something about about John when we talked about doing this interview. You had said something about him and projects. What was it? What I told you was that I have chided my husband for a very long time that I will put on his gravestone, (laughs) it's a piece of cake. Because everything he looks at is a piece of cake. He is not intimidated by anything. Well, I don't know if I got it. No, pretty much. He, He just you know, rolls his sleeves up and just goes for it. And he's, um, he's never afraid of something. <laughs> I, I see the potential in just about everybody's throwaway. And yeah. That's why I don't go to the dump very often because um, I don't have a room for everything that I see that could be fixed up. Well, that is a great point. And, and I, have to say that I know what story time I'm going to play this show with. (laughs) Just recorded a story time about all different kinds of learners and the resourceful one is one of them. Oh, there you go. (laughs) So um, let's see, what are some of the things that went well with the project and things that were more of a struggle than you had initially anticipated? Well, um, I believe just about everything that happened on this was went well. Um, I don't. I never had a hiccup except for one spot, and that was at the top of the Petro Marine lot up there, coming out on Udimac. We kind of got stuck a little bit, and uh, but just a little elbow grease and a lot of horsepower behind a piece of machinery we were able to get back up and get it going and so how did did you put it on a trailer like a low boy or something and haul no. it up there what did you well, do yeah we uh excuse me yeah we we just uh built a a great big uh steel i-beam sled underneath it and uh two big long sled um or runners and they were, it was spaced out. Uh, you can see me, uh, they were probably about 12 feet wide uh, across from each other and down the center of the house. And it was all welded together and it big, they're about 24 inches tall. So they had plenty of strength to them. And with a lot of machinery, just pulling on that, it pulled right across the logs and then just right up the gravel road and and Eli Lucas was the superintendent at that time, and he just really knew what to do and uh, just a, a, a can-do, know-how-to-do-it guy. And so he came in behind us and cleaned it up a little bit with a grater, and we got it on my lot there after we got it on the lot there. And so it was just, uh, it went well. We started about 8, we started pulling about 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning, and uh, the machinery was gone by dark, and that was about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. So I did read the article in the pilot, and we'll link that article to um, the description in the podcast for this for this uh, show. 
I it said in there that Eli was a little nervous about the water lines under Unimax Street, <laughs> and but that they but they all turned out okay. Nothing got crushed. Yeah. Yeah. It, um... The skids were big enough, Kari, that there actually wasn't very much poundage per square inch. It was overall. And so it was like, you know, when you go out skiing, if you, you know, out in the snow, if you just put your foot down in the snow, you're going to go down. But if you have skis on, you stay on the top. Yeah. So that's kind of what was going on on the road. John um, didn't say that the beginning of the house was, it was this, it was on piling and that the actual house structure was on piling and then tall piling and that bottom section was like a basement kind of a thing that they had in there and they took that all out and put the skid underneath the main part of the house yeah and then had um, a couple of guys bring in some small logs and they put them in like corduroy up the back where the house was so that the the skids would slide right over the top of it and then, and then when we started pulling, I was standing down by the house and the machinery with the big long cables was clear up at the top of the hill and he started pulling and the lines got tight, 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 tight like this. And then all of a sudden the house went, moved about six inches and then it stopped and then moved another six inches and another six inches and then another six inches because the cables were stretching and then they would get loose again and stretch and loose and stretch. What I didn't know was inside the wind, uh, inside the walls by the windows, they, they're called sash weights for the windows, the old windows that weight the windows when they go up and down. And so when the house was moving and kind of jerking like this, you know, every six inches, those lead weights were in the walls going clunk, 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 clunk. It sounded like a choo-choo train going up the hill to clunk, 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 <laughs> clunk. <laughs> oh, wow. See, that would give me heart failure to watch. But I admire somebody who could do this because <laughs> I've, I've got to live in a house like this for a long time. <laughs> Well, this house was extremely well built. Uh, I uh, I went up into the attic and underneath and and poked around quite a bit in this house before we did this job. And this thing was built like a tank, and uh, and you can see that it's still there today. And, and yes, uh, yeah. And it, they've done a lot of work on it, Jim and Jill have, and it, it looks very nice. And I love the porch across the front and yeah. And I think they've replaced all the windows to modern windows. Yeah, to modern, but none of the windows broke yeah. in the process. And oh, they, wow. They weren't taped. Wow. Yeah. So that shows you how well the house had been built. Yeah. <laughs> so Tana did you feel like the whole thing went smoothly was there anything that made you nervous about it or no I wasn't nervous at all I I knew my husband could do anything you know oh, we'd, we'd already been through all of that we li <laughs> lived on a boat that he had refurbished from nothing so you know 
again, it was a piece of cake for him. So, yeah, it's a lot of work. I mean, you know, we understand that, but, you know, it's just, you just do it. So I just made sure that the guys all had something to eat and all the time, you know, you you fuel them up and they, they do their thing. Nice. So, um, any words of advice for anyone out there thinking of taking on a similar project as moving a house? I know there's lots of houses around town that have been moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I saw, and I guess another thing that made me think of this is I saw a house for sale in the paper, but they wanted it moved. Mm-hmm. And, and I was, and I thought, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's certainly not. Um, I think it's uh, it, it takes the right individual if, to to have the motivation to do it in the first place, and then you have to have a little bit of well, I'm going to say common sense. You got to kind of look at things and and be able to decipher whether or not it's even worth it. Uh, and then you better get some people who know what they're doing into the project. Yes. And the Mill Incorporated was right in that alley. Those guys, that's what they did all day long was do heavy stuff. And there's also, there's still lots of guys in town who can do that. And Bill Boyles was instrumental in doing all the welding for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, Smokey was involved. He's not here anymore with us, but he was part of it. Yeah, there was a there was a lot of guys, but you know what? Our community has a lot of cool guys, yeah. and they can do a lot of really cool stuff. Yes, they do. They are not intimidated; they just roll up their sleeves and do whatever they need to do, and that's really cool. Yeah, and I would say, Kari, that uh, you know, price of lumber is going up quite a bit now, and and you know, I, if if someone could get a house that needed to be moved at a good enough price and was able to was able to get uh, you know permission to use the highways and and then the power company's got to get involved with all the power lines and stuff but if he could, if a guy could figure all that out and get it all worked out um, there's enough people in town I think that would be able to give plenty of advice <laughs> whether good or bad <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for um, joining me today. And thank you. I I am impressed with your endeavor. And um, yeah, thanks for sharing your experience with us. You're well, welcome. Thank you, that was John and Tana Parker talking about their undertaking of moving an entire house back in 1996. This has been Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. Today's show will be archived as a podcast on the library's website at www.psglib.org. There will also be a link to the library's website at kfsk.org. Any resources discussed during the show will be listed in the podcast description. Thank you to KFSK and the Friends of Petersburg Libraries for making today's show possible. And thank you to Alec and Nicole McMurrin for donating the music.
Oh